0: John eighteen. After Jesus had said these things, he went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley, where there was a garden, and he and his disciples went into it. Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, because Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas took a company of soldiers and some officials from the chief priests and the Pharisees and came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing everything that was about to happen to him, went out and said to them, Who is it that you're seeking? Jesus of Nazareth, they answered. I am he, Jesus told them. Judas, who betrayed him, was also standing with them. When Jesus told them, I am he, they stepped back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Who is it that you're seeking? Jesus of Nazareth, they said. I told you, I am he, Jesus replied. So if you're looking for me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the words he had said. I have not lost one of those you have given me. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it, struck the high priest's servant, and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. At that, Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword away. Am I not to drink the cup the Father has given me? Then the company of soldiers, the commander, and the Jewish officials arrested Jesus and tied him up. First they led him to Annas, since he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Jews that it would be better for one man to die for the people. Simon Peter was following Jesus, as was another disciple. That disciple was an acquaintance of the high priest, so he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard. But Peter remained standing outside by the door. So the other disciple, the one known to the high priest, went out and spoke to the girl who was the doorkeeper and brought Peter in. Then the servant girl who was the doorkeeper said to Peter, You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? I am not, he said. Now the servants and the officials had made a charcoal fire because it was cold. They were standing there warming themselves, and Peter was standing with them, warming himself. The high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. I have spoken openly to the world, Jesus answered him. I have always taught in the synagogue and in the temple where all the Jews gather, and I haven't spoken anything in secret. Why do you question me? Question those who heard what I told them. Look, they know what I said. When he had said these things, one of the officials standing by slapped Jesus, saying, Is this the way you answer the high priest? If I have spoken wrongly, Jesus answered him, give evidence about the wrong. But if rightly, why do you hit me? Then Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. They said to him, You aren't one of his disciples too, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, said, Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Peter denied it again. Immediately, a rooster crowed. Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas to the governor's headquarters. It was early morning. They did not enter the headquarters themselves, otherwise they would be defiled and unable to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and said, What charge do you bring against this man? They answered him, If this man weren't a criminal, we wouldn't have handed him over to you. Pilate told them, You take him and judge him according to your law. It's not legal for us to put anyone to death, the Jews declared. They said this so that Jesus' words might be fulfilled, indicating what kind of death he was going to die. Then Pilate went back into the headquarters, summoned Jesus, and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Are you asking this on your own, or have others told you about me? I'm not a Jew, am I? Pilate replied. Your own nation and the chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done? My kingdom is not of this world, said Jesus. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I wouldn't be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. You are a king then? Pilate asked. You say that I'm a king, Jesus replied. I was born for this, and I have come into the world for this, to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. What is truth? said Pilate. After he had said this, he went out to the Jews again and told them, I find no grounds for charging him. You have a custom that I release one prisoner to you at the Passover, so do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They shouted back, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a revolutionary. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Over the past few days, we've read Jesus' final discourse to his disciples and the high priestly prayer he prayed over them, and even over us, at the Last Supper. Today we read about what happened after they left that meal, and Jesus headed out through the Kidron Valley, into the Garden of Gethsemane, and toward his death. Verse 4 always leaves me dumbstruck. It says Jesus knew all that would happen to him. He knew it all. Of course he did. I mean, he's even been telling other people about what would happen to him. But still, he willingly entered into it. The betrayal, the beatings, the gruesome death. In case you've never been to Jerusalem, let me describe the landscape to you. After dinner, Jesus left the city and walked through a little valley into the Garden of Gethsemane, which is just a short distance from the city walls. That garden sits on a hill across from the city. That hill is called the Mount of Olives. On the backside of that hill is the beginning of the Judean Desert. So you've got the city, the valley, the garden, and the desert. Here's why that's important. As the soldiers left the city with their torches, headed across the Kidron Valley in the dark, making their way toward the garden, they would have been in full view. Jesus would have seen them coming. He could have walked up the hill and disappeared into the desert, but he didn't. He waited for them to come arrest him. When the mob arrived, Peter tried to stop the whole thing from going down, but then Jesus stopped him. Then, Jesus entered into a series of trials, most of which were illegal. In the midst of these trials, Peter, who had just passionately interjected to stop Jesus' arrest, suddenly denied even knowing him at all. In fact, he did it three times in total. When Jesus stood before Pilate, the Roman governor appointed to rule over the area, Pilate questioned him but found him innocent. Still, Pilate gave the Jews the option to punish Jesus themselves. But the religious leaders said that they weren't legally allowed to put Jesus to death themselves. Only Rome had that power. That's why they continued to press Pilate. Through all this, Jesus displayed such humility as he submitted to the Father's plans, as he received the false accusations and the hatred from the people he loved so much. I ache with him in this moment, knowing I've done this to him just as much as Judas and Peter, just as much as Pilate, just as much as the crowds. And still, He covered me with the blood of His sacrifice to make a way to restore me in relationship with the Father. Still, He brings me the peace and hope that He promised His followers at the Last Supper a few hours earlier. And still and always, He's where the joy is. I'm Tara Lee Cobble, and you're listening to the He's Where the Joy Is podcast presented by LifeWay.